Today's journey is exciting because we're going to explore healing. Healing? Yes, healing. Discover with me the love and the power of God to heal as we traverse ancient lands seeking stories of miracles. We're going from Israel to Ukraine, so hang on. One of the greatest ministries of Jesus was that of physical healing. In order to reach the hearts and the minds of the people with the most important news of eternal life, Jesus would relieve them of their physical suffering. We caught up to one person in Capernaum. Well, we didn't actually catch up to him, but we were able to find his footprint, so to speak. This synagogue is built over the site of the original one that the Roman centurion had given funds for here in Capernaum. This is why the Jewish elders had recommended his needs to Jesus. You see, he had a servant who needed healing. So he was asking Jesus to please help my servant. Jesus immediately started to go with him. Centurion said, no, you don't even need to go. He says, I'm a man in authority. I say to one man to go, and he goes. I say to another to come, and he comes. All you need to do is speak the word. Why, Jesus said, I've not seen so great faith in all of Israel. Be it done. And at that moment, his servant was healed. Mikhail, it's good to meet you. Mikhail Mirgorodsky. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, tell, where were you born? I'm Mikhail Mirgorodsky. I was born in 1945, Samkai region, city of Akhturka. Now tell me, you're... You told me as soon as I, I saw you just a little earlier, the first thing you said, although I hadn't officially met you, was you're a boxer. Yes, I was a champion of my city, Akhtirka, but later I left and attended Kiev Medical Institute, but then later became the young champion of Kiev in 1965 at 67 kilo weight class. So you're a big man. <laughs> I was a doctor, I played sports, I watched myself because a doctor is supposed to be healthy, and I believe that every human should be healthy. How many fights did you have in order to become a champion? The Olympics are around the same time, so according to how many people joined the competition, I had to fight three fights. Then I would fight the fourth and the last fight, and then I became the champion. This was in Kiev, but before that I was training for numerous years, and before that I was also a champion in my home city of Akhtirka. Did you go to the Olympics? No, I decided to have my last fight. Why? Because I wanted to be a doctor. Boxing was more of a hobby. I wanted to be a boxing champion, and I was until I turned 44. Then for a short period of time, I worked as a trainer. 
до 44 лет я стрелял, я стал мастером спорта по стрельбе с пистолетом. Угу. До 44 лет выступал. Standing here in the ancient ruins of Bet-Chan is one of the ten cities of Decapolis, probably the most important city. It was in the area of Decapolis where Jesus met the demoniac. Met, I say, because he came running out of the tombs with chains on his hand. He'd been cutting himself. He's bleeding all over. It seems nothing could control him. Well, that's actually the way it is with sin, a good representation. Nothing could shackle him. Nothing could hold him. He'd been cutting himself, bleeding, and now as he comes up to Jesus, all the disciples run back because they're scared of him, but they turn and where's Jesus? He's standing there. The demoniac is there at his feet. Jesus looks at him and he can read his heart. The demoniac can't even speak anything except utterings from the demons. It's the first and only time that's recorded that Jesus entered into any kind of conversation with the demons. They said we are legion. Well, legion was a huge number of demons. But in a moment, Jesus cast them all out into a herd of swine which ran over a cliff. And in the next instant, the disciples or Jesus, we don't know exactly who, took off some of their clothing and clothed this man. And now he's in his right mind. He's whole and he's looking in the face of Jesus Christ. What a moment that must have been. Now he wanted to follow Jesus. He wanted to go with him in the boat across the Sea of Galilee, but Jesus said, no, stay here and witness for me. Be my witness here. Why, the next time that Jesus came back, the whole city ran out to meet him and greet him. And I'm sure that many at that time gave their hearts to Jesus. There are times when you can't watch television. The Voice of Hope radio broadcast is a wonderful alternative. You will discover topics on healthful living, family matters, and spiritual subjects too. Depending on your location, Voice of Hope can be heard on FM or shortwave radio. For frequencies and airing schedules in your area, visit the website on your screen. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, Satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000-plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. While driving in your car, you no longer need to listen to depressing news or secular subjects on the radio. The Voice of Hope radio programs offer you uplifting, positive, and spiritual themes. You will find encouragement, joy, and peace of mind. Depending on your location, Voice of Hope can be heard on FM or shortwave radio. For frequencies and airing schedules in your area, visit the website on your screen.
While we were at the seaside town of Capernaum, we were inspired by many biblical healings. Right behind me is the beautiful Sea of Galilee, standing here in Capernaum. These are some of the old houses that were here, I'm told, at the time of Jesus. I just think about it, imagine Jesus walking through these streets. We're told he spent a lot of time here. They, they even called it the home of Jesus. Think about it, the creator God of the universe walking these streets and healing everyone he came in contact with. I've been in India many times and throngs tend to come around you from every side because they want some kind of help. The very little help we have is not much, but Jesus, why Jesus broke up every funeral he ever attended. Imagine Jesus going into a hospital in your town and as he walked out, every single person would come out rejoicing with him. Not a sick person left. That's what happened as Jesus went from town to town, area to area, and here in Capernaum also. So you're in medical school. Tell me a little more about that. In 1964, I moved to Kiev, lived here in the city, and attended the institute. In 1970, I finished my doctor's degree. With that degree, they sent me as a military doctor to Kavkaz, city of Belize. So you were an officer in the Russian army? Yes, it was mandatory for every doctor to serve as a military doctor for two years. After that, we had the right to establish a business anywhere we wanted. In 1972, I started working in the tuberculosis division, and I worked in that division from 1972 till this present day. Our area is connected very well with America on the studies and cures for tuberculosis. So really, most of your years as a professional has been in the area of tuberculosis. Yes, I work in that division, and for the past couple of years, we partnered up with America to fight against tuberculosis. America dispatches a new method of curing, and then they mail us the medicine. We do this in partners because it's a worldwide crisis. America helped us and is helping us now with the fight against tuberculosis. What do you see as your greatest progress in the area of tuberculosis here in the country? I can give you an example of the number of people who are seeking help for tuberculosis. We have records for how many people are in need of treatment for every 100,000. Right now, in Ukraine, it stopped at 82 for every 100,000 people. In Russia, it stopped at 150. Afghanistan and China, 230. In the Western countries, we only have 2 to 10 for every 100,000. 
There is no way that we can share all of the wonderful biblical accounts of healing by our Lord, but there are two more events that stand out. One involved a family member of one of his disciples. As a matter of fact, let's look at his home. I'm actually here at the home of Simon Peter. The smaller area inside here, the outer walls, however, are octagonal. I'm told that was a later church that was built over the home of Simon Peter. Octagonal because they say that represents the eighth day. What's the eighth day, you ask? Well, the seventh day was the Sabbath. The eighth day was when Jesus rose, they say. So in commemoration, they built eight-sided churches. But the home of Simon Peter, this is where Jesus went into that home. His mother-in-law had a fever. Jesus sent everybody outside and he healed his mother-in-law. Imagine right there, a healing by Jesus Christ. Now, tell me, doctor, you've been a, uh, a communist, a championship boxer, and a medical professional for most of your life. Share with me about your religious times in life. What, what's happened in religion in your life? Studying at the institute, and prior to that, I believed in Christ. During my studies at the university, we didn't have the right to speak our mind. Why? Back then, for example, in 1970, a classmate of mine who was about to graduate didn't receive his diploma because he mentioned during the finals that he believed in Christ. All of Kiev remembers the day when Vasily Pavluk didn't receive his diploma. A majority of the people said he was an idiot for opening his mouth. We had different believers, but most of us kept it to ourselves. So there was real persecution at that time for your beliefs. Even in 1985, if a person was found with a pocket calendar that had strong Bible verses on the back of each page, was automatically kicked out of school or work. How did that make you feel personally as, as a medical student, your classmate? is gone, but you have beliefs. What was going through your heart? I later asked a teacher, is it right for them to not give Vasily a degree, even though he scored higher than any other student? He said yes, because we believe that medicine and religion should not be mixed.
слабые ученики, двоечники получили дипломы и без никаких злоприключений. А этот студент посидел буквально за полтора месяца. But you're a physician, you made it through, and you also started some type of belief. Continue on and tell me, how did you, how did you open up to God? Подошло время, когда я по телевизору стал слушать передачи о Боге. And later the time came when I started listening to Christian broadcasting over television. After watching them over my television, I started writing to them. Then I started their Bible courses. И после тщательной проверки, как я себя веду, например, позанимались... They came to my house to observe my living conditions and spent time with me. They noticed that I wasn't pulling out a bottle of vodka, nor was I a smoker. Да еще давай позанимаемся. И давали мне уроки Международного института христианского служения. Я обычно их угощал медом, молоком. Они спрашивали, почему, как. Говорю, другие водку угощают, курят, а я вот молоком угощаю, медом угощаю. They then directed me to a church where I began my pre-baptism courses. Later I was baptized, and I still have my pictures from my baptism. Ну и после этого меня крестили, у меня фотографии есть. Кстати, пастор Войнов Дмитрий Юрьевич, он сейчас у Киеве, так имеет э, свою церковь. Мне надо с ним связаться. So. У меня фотографии есть. Хочу сказать, что крещение принял. I want to say that I got baptized on the 24th of August 2003. This was a mix of three special events. One, it was my baptism day. Two, it was the birthday of the pastor who baptized me. Three, it was on the Independence Day of Ukraine. Big celebration day for you then. And for many others. Omar wanted to learn more about God. He had an emptiness in his soul and could not make sense of the troubles and problems in this world. One day, he listened to the Voice of Hope radio program, where he found insight, understanding, and hope. You can too. For FM and shortwave broadcast information, visit the website on your screen. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger, many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories, In the Face of Death, another, Radios Given by Angels, Coming to Christ in a Muslim Country, these and many other stories. It's simple, just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go.
Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. I found the Voice of Hope radio program on my shortwave radio. It was like an oasis in the desert, cool and refreshing. I discovered things I had never known before. Now, I understand God's will for my life, and I have been blessed by walking in God's path. For the first time in my life, I am happy. To find the Voice of Hope radio in your area, visit the website on your screen. We discovered the location of today's final story of healing and restoration back in Jerusalem at an ancient pool. Imagine yourself in the setting. I'm here at the Pool of Bethesda. This is the place where Jesus met the man who had been paralyzed for 38 years. Jesus said, rise, take up your bed and walk. And a favorite book of mine, The Desire of Ages, says that in that moment that man grabbed the hold of Jesus' words and he was energized, his body was energized, and he jumped up and he rejoiced in the salvation of freedom in Christ, the man he didn't even know. Who was this man? He was the Creator God. And now this man rejoiced and he walked and he jumped and he ran all the way to the temple. What an exciting story. What an exciting God. Later on, Jesus met the man in the temple. The perfect place to go when you're thanking God for what He's done for you. The Pool of Bethesda has a long history predating the time of Jesus by a great deal. The story goes that an angel would come and stir up the waters for those that were sick lying all around the porticos here and the first one that made it in the water would be the one that was healed. Only problem with that is only the healthy would be able to make it to the water. No one else could. Later on, past the time of Jesus, now up into the 1800s, the Ottoman Empire controlled this area and they actually gave it to Napoleon as a gift in 1856 because he helped him with the Crimean War. Tell me, let's go back a moment to that first radio program. That first AWR program, you turned the dial, you heard the radio. Why did you respond? Why did you send in a letter? I realized that the time has come where the society noticed Christ and was ready to speak about Him without any kind of punishment. I decided that this was my chance to act and have the opportunity to share opinions and read the gospel with many others. Majority of the patients aren't Christian, and I can see how their lives could be changed with Christ, because following Christ and following the Ten Commandments will keep you from the unhealthy lifestyle. So now you work with the great physician and the great healer for your patients. 
I receive a lot of non-Christian patients, and I always give them advice and medicine and give them opinions on things. And that's where I decided to tell them a little about Christ. I tell them that they need to follow Christ because a doctor plus God can help, only if that's what you want. Work became a lot easier because I'm not alone in front of these patients. I have God on my side. If you had never heard the AWR program, how would your life be different? If I didn't hear the radio, I would have dropped this job, left these sick people. Most of them are criminals anyway. I would have reached my retirement, left my job, and lived on the dacha. Why? Because working here is very hard and for very little pay. A lot of doctors leave, especially the ones working in the tuberculosis field. I actually left the medical field, but thanks to my religion, I returned to tuberculosis and continued working happily. Women are the majority of the membership of many churches in Russia as well as other parts of the world. But today our story is about a man, Dr. Mikhail, a man's man, a champion boxer, educated, a physician, and yet he can say, my God and I work together in the work of healing, in bringing people to a better life. Today I want to talk to our men who are viewing. Jesus wants men to follow him as well. He asked Peter, the fisherman, big, strong, burly guy, whose house is just a short distance away from here in Capernaum. And he asked Peter to follow him, and Peter became one of the leaders of Jesus' group. The centurion who lived here in Capernaum, whose uh, servant Jesus healed without even going to his house, had a faith in God, and he built this synagogue so that people could worship and God's name could be glorified. It's possible to be a Christian and believe and yet be educated and logical. It's possible to be strong and yet gentle. Faith, you see, involves another whole reality of life, another world. In the book of 2 Corinthians, it says, the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Don't reject a whole nother reality of our lives. I invite you today to accept Jesus as your Savior. Women and men can become followers of Jesus. I hope you will make that decision today and help AWR to bring many more people to the Master. We're here today at the Sea of Galilee and the city of Capernaum, but AWR is actually around the world at the same time. We broadcast thousands of hours each day. If you'd like to help us spread the gospel and the message of Jesus Christ around the world, give us a call, 1-866-503-3531, or you can write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. Or you can log on to our website at www.awr.org. Thank you for watching and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.